ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفر ونتوب اليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بلغ رساله وادى الامانه ونصح الامه وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى اتاه اليقين فما ترك خيرا الا دلت الامه عليه ولا شرا الا حذر منه فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد ايها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى وراقبوه جل في العلى مراقبه عبد يعلم ان ربه يسمع ويرى وتقوى الله جل وعلا عمل بطاعه لا على نور من الله رجاء ثواب الله وترك لمعصيه لا على نور من الله My beloved brothers in Islam, after praising and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and after passing salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah, salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi, peace and salutations upon his family and upon his companions. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He has certain rights over this ummah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he has many rights. Of these rights of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is that we as an ummah, we follow the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We believe in the message that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came with. And it is compulsory on every believing male and female that they obey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that they stay away from those things that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has warned us to stay away from. And upon us as an ummah is that we follow the teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As how the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam followed him. And how the great imams of this ummah followed him. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, That the best of people is my generation. And then the people after them, which is the tabi'een, and the people that follows them, which is the atba'u tabi'een. My beloved brothers in Islam, as we noticed over the past few weeks, we have been speaking about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have been speaking about loving the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have been speaking about those who neglect the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He describes Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Quran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Inna arsalnaka shahidaw wa mubashiraw wa nadhirah. That indeed we have sent Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a witness, as a bearer of glad tidings and as a warner to the whole of humanity. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse he explains the purpose of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sharia has come as a guidance to all of mankind. Not only to this Muslim ummah. And this is why you will find in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, certain verses he says, Ya ladina amanu, O you who believe. And when we hear these verses, then our ears needs to be opened. Because now Allah is specifically speaking to the believing males and females. But then there are other verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the whole of mankind. Ya iyuhannas. And this is for the whole of humanity. Jews, Christians, atheists, Buddhists, everybody. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down the sharia as a guidance to the whole of mankind. And in the Sharia you will find certain rules, you will find certain regulations that is found in the Quran, yani the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which was sent via Jibreel alayhi salam to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in his prophetic teachings, that teachings of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when addressing and when speaking about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرَ That Allah may have forgiven you your sins, O Muhammad, يعني the past and the future. This is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where Allah says at the start of Surah Al-Najm regarding Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَمَا يَنْتِكُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى That he, O Muhammad, that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he did not speak out of his own accord. But we inspired him, Allah using the royal pronoun, we inspired him and he spoke sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in today's Jumu'ah, I would like to speak about a very important topic with regards to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the season that we find ourselves in as a Muslim ummah. We have obviously reached the month of Rabiul Awwal. And many of us knows what happens in this month. But today I would like to focus on a very important topic. And that is the topic of ghulu with regards to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam extremism. If you remember a week or two ago we spoke about those people or we spoke about those qualities that is in the, 
in the people or in this ummah where they neglect the qualities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So this week we want to look at those groups that go into extreme love with regards to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He addresses the people of the book. And He says, Ya ahl al-kitab, O people of the book, La taghlu fi dinikum, wa la taqulu ala Allahi illa al-haq. O people of the book, yani to the Jews and the Christians, do not exceed in the limits in your religion. Do not, yani in simple words, do not be extreme in your religion. In other verses, do not be extreme with regards to Nabi Isa, with regards to Nabi Musa. And this verse is, as we mentioned, it is addressed to the people of the book. But the ulama of tafsir, as well as the ulama of usul and other subjects, they have a very important rule and qaida. Al-ibara bi-umum la bi sabab. That the lessons that you will find, it is general. La bi sabab. And it is not specific for that revelation only. So this verse is addressing us as well. Do not go into extremism with regards to your religion. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Iyakum walghulu. The Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, Beware of ghulu. Beware of religious extremism fiddin. In your religion. Fa'innama. For indeed, Ahlaka man kana qablukum alghulu fiddin. For indeed, those who came before you, the nations that came before you, what happened to them? They were destroyed because of extremism in religion. And extremism comes in different forms. You have people that are extreme with regards to takfir. You have people that's extreme with not following the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you have people that's extreme with regards to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as we will see as the lecture goes on. So what is the definition of ghulu with regards to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? It is to lift or praise Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fawqa manzi, above the level that he is. Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So what is the level that Allah has given Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? If we cite the verse from earlier, that his sins and his future sins are forgiven. That he is al-bashir wal-nadir. That he is rahmatul lil-alamin. That he is a mercy unto mankind. That is khatamun nabiyin. So these are all qualities. Also, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself, he says that six things were given to me that were not given to other anbiya. And he explains, for example, that the whole earth, the whole earth has become, that is a musalla. He says that the enemies, 
that fear would enter their hearts two months journey prior to meeting us and a few other details so here we find that these are just but a few of the qualities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and as we mentioned the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself ordered us to love him to follow him to love him more than you love your own parents than you love your own spouses than you love your own children story of Umar radiallahu an that we mentioned in the last Jum'ah so my beloved brothers in Islam Islam teaches us to take the middle path Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses this ummah and he says وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا that I've created you as an ummah that is in the middle you are not extreme on the one side nor are you extreme on the other side and this is the quality of a believer that each and every believer they will love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by following his way by following the way of the companions by following the way of those that came after him but not going into extremism جاء في الصحيح البخاري عن عبد الله بن عباس رضي الله عنهما in Imam al-Bukhari sahih he brings a narration on the authority of Abdullah ibn Abbas that he said سمعت عمر بن خطاب رضي الله عنه يقول على منبر that I heard Umar رضي الله عنه when he was standing on the منبر he said سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول that Umar ibn Khattab he said that I heard Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say La tuturuni kama atratin nasara ibn Maryam Fa innama ana abduhu faqulu abdullahi wa rasuluhu Umar ibn Khattab when standing on the minbah he said that he heard Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say Do not exaggerate in praising me as the Christians praise the son of Mary for indeed I am only but a slave so call me the slave of Allah and his apostle so here Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is addressing he's addressing the companions and say to them do not raise me like how the Christians have raised Isa and we know what happened to Nabi Isa that the Christians, they include him, يعني ثالث ثلاثة. They say that Nabi Isa is part of a trinity. So here the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, these are not my words. These are not words of a particular group. These are the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do not exaggerate in praising me as how the Christians praise the son of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he informs us in another hadith on the authority of Abi Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu an who says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said you will follow the ways of the nations who were before you span by span 
cupid by pupid, yani inch by inch. So much so that even if they entered the hole of a lizard, you would follow them. So the companions, they said, O Messenger of Allah, do you mean the Jews and the Christians? The Prophet said, who else? And this we see in the Ummah today. That we have followed or we are busy following the people of the book step by step. They celebrate Mawlud or they celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Mawlud. As we will see a bit later. They put lights up, we need to also put lights up. They have a tree, we also need to start introducing a tree. They have a cake, we need to start introducing a cake as well. So this is what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has warned us as an ummah. To not follow them and there is going to come a time where you are going to follow them step by step. Like how the lizard goes into his hole. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from this. My beloved brothers in Islam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we mentioned earlier, he came as someone that gave us glad tidings sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But he also came as a warner. And one day, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this hadith is narrated by Ar-Rubay'a bint Mu'awith. She says that one day the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, oh, he came to me the night my marriage was consummated and he sat down on my bed as you are sitting now. And now is referring to the sub-narrator of the hadith. And the small girls, they were beating the tambourine and they were singing in lamentation of my father who had been killed on the day of the battle of Badr. So one of the girls said, وَفِينَا نَبِيُّ يَعْلَمُ مَا فِي So one of the girls said, There is a prophet amongst us who knows what will happen tomorrow. So as we notice, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his system was such, he would never just give a problem. He would never tell someone, لا تفعل, do not do this. But he would say, do not do this, and he would give the solution. So the Prophet says, La Do not say this, but go on saying what you have spoken before. Meaning praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, etc. So here Rasulullah is saying, that do not praise me. In abundance. And on top of that, do not say that I know the ilmul ghaib. Because the ilmul ghaib, as Allah mentions in various places in the Quran, is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another point that we need to look at is that when one looks at extremism with regards to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you will find that certain groups, they attribute uluhiyah to 
to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the ilah. La ma'bud bihaq illallah. That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I would like to look at a very famous poem known as the Burda or Qasida Burda of Al-Busayri. And he says, O noblest of creation, I have no one but you to turn to except you when major calamity strikes me. You do not take my hand out of kindness on the day of, if you do not take my hand out of kindness on the day of resurrection, then what great trouble will I be in? This world and the year after are part of what you control and part of your knowledge is the knowledge of the lawhil mahfud wal qalami and the pen. So this is outright shirk. There's no two ways about this. You can come and you can make ta'awilat. You can come and you can say, no, it should be interpreted like this or like that. And one of the main interpretations that they give, they say, no, that these verses are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A simple question. When your whole poem is written in praise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why is only a paragraph have to do with Allah and the rest is back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So it does not make sense. And the next point that I would like to highlight with regards to extremism with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is that certain groups, they say that he was huwa makhluqat, that he was the first thing to be created and huwa bin nur, that he was created with nur. And even some of the scholars that even promotes this evil practice of Mawlud, etc., even they have refutations against this very concept that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was made from Nur and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. And then the last example that I would like to give is the example of Mawlud al-Nabawi and this inshallah we will be discussing Next week, bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. Aqulu hadha qawl wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sair muslimin min kulli dham fastawfiru innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. Alhamdulillahi kathira wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh sallallahu wa sallam alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd ayyuhal mu'minun ibadallah ittaqullaha ta'ala As we mentioned the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he came to give us glad tidings and he came as a honor So let us look at some of the cures of this disease of ghulu, of this disease of extremism. And I've highlighted three. Number one, knowledge. To have knowledge of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and how to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also to have knowledge of Rasulullah 
sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is his status? How should he be praised? What should we take from him? How should we follow him? Etc. Point number two, refer back to the ulama. Refer back to the ulama, the students of knowledge, the du'at of this deen that is calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is calling to follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are many Dajjal out there. There are many false people of knowledge. They, they wear the garbs of knowledge. But they are very far from being true ulama or true students of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the third point is know what is innovations know what is bid'ah because if you don't know what is bid'ah you're going to fall into bid'ah and know its refutations as well so no one can come and pull some wool over your eyes هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال إن الله وملائكته يصلون